When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Welcome to The Dive, the podcast that asks, who said business news needs to be all business? I'm your host, Sasha Kelly. Turns out, large Western companies accidentally hired thousands of North Koreans. Now that is a headline that caught our interest. Seems like a big accident. So we had to dig in. It's Wednesday, the 1st of November. And today I want to know how did thousands of North Koreans trick their way into jobs with some of the largest companies in the West? To talk about this today, I'm joined by the co-founder and my colleague here at Equity Mates. It's Alec Renhan. Alec, welcome to The Dive. Sasha, good to be here. Right, Alec, the FBI reported that thousands of North Koreans got remote jobs over the past couple of years. How on earth has this happened? Yeah, it's a wild story. So American authorities say that thousands of people dispatched by North Korea were sent to work for US companies in an effort to feed millions of dollars into North Korea's missile program. It's a pretty extreme scheme. Now, officials didn't name the companies that unknowingly hired North Korean workers. Mm -hmm. uh, they also didn't say when the practice began or uh, elaborate on how investigators became aware of it. So th there's a lot that we don't know at this stage. Pretty vague on the details there, hey? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I imagine they're still investigating the extent of it. Mm -hmm. What we do know is that federal authorities in the US have been aware of this scheme for some time. We know that it involves thousands of people and that we know that those thousands of people got paid millions of dollars in salaries that were sent back North Korea. Wow. Now, court documents allege that the government of North Korea sent these North Korean people to live primarily in China and Russia. Okay. So they weren't working from North Korea, but they were sent there specifically with the goal to deceive businesses from America and elsewhere in the West into hiring them as freelance remote employees. Uh -huh. Now, the scale of this scheme is still being unraveled, but so far, federal authorities have seized $1.5 million in cash and 17 domain names as part of their investigation. Well, you've said that this is ongoing and there's not a whole lot of detail at this stage, but do we have any indication of how widespread this was? Uh, we have some indications. So Jay Greenberg, who's an FBI official in St. Louis, said that any company that hired freelance IT workers, quote, More likely than not, you have some of these North Korean IT workers on your contract or payroll. Which surprised me. I, I don't, I, I can't get my head around how that could be true, but. That's what the FBI is saying. I've got to say, if you're an HR worker in one of those big tech companies at the moment, like there's got to be chills running down your spine reading that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, uh, of course. So, Alec, what are the reasons that the authorities have given for why North Korea wanted people to work for these foreign companies? 
Yeah, so the thing that you have to understand about North Korea is they are desperate for foreign currency Mm. because, unfortunately for them, no overseas seller is accepting North Korean yuan. So if they're trying to import, you know, essential supplies, food and medicine, but also if they're trying to buy parts for their missile program and for their military, they need foreign currency to buy it. Mm. And that is such a challenge for North Korea. In per capita income terms, North Koreans are now eight times poorer than Chinese and over 20 times as poor as South Koreans. Rather than reform, the government sought to fill a shortfall in hard currency by trafficking illegal goods abroad. According to numerous reports, this illegal business is run by an agency known as Office 39. It's an office that's organized principally to raise U.S. dollars for the ruling Kim Party. And they've tried everything to get foreign currency into the country. And when I say everything, I mean everything, including having their people disguise themselves as (laughs) IT workers from other countries and get jobs at US companies. There are some instances and some allegations that North Korean workers infiltrated computer networks and stole information from the companies that hired them. That certainly was an added benefit for North Korea. But this story is about getting foreign currency Mm. into the country and using that currency to fund their ballistic missile program. Mm. Well, Alec, let's take a break there. And then when we get back, I want to actually unpack how they got these jobs in the first place. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. The global headquarters of Bayer Crop Science in St. Louis getting credit from the FBI tonight for tipping them off to an international scheme. Bayer became suspicious of some data movement, and as it turned out, they had stumbled onto an illegal funnel of U.S. money to the North Koreans' weapons programs. Welcome back to The Dive. Today, we're talking about the fact that the FBI have reported that thousands of North Koreans have managed to get remote jobs in Western countries over the past couple of years. Well, US companies, I should be specific. Alec, how on earth did they get this? I mean, we've hired people at Equity Mates. Surely you just are screening them during the interview process. Yeah, so there was a couple of steps to this scheme, I guess. First of all, um, Uh, As we said earlier, they weren't based in North Korea. They were in Russia and China and and other locations. But even still, they were then given false identities. In many cases, they posed as Americans with the fake documentation. The FBI also alleged they used various techniques to make it look like they were working from the US, including paying Americans to use their home Wi-Fi connections. Mm -hmm. And then they simply relied on the you know, the pandemic and the work from home disruption and, uh, you know, companies trying to scale quickly in 2020 and 2021 in a remote working environment, cameras off at meetings and 
Well, a lot of companies never found out. Yeah. Like they just saw the opportunity, I guess, and like devised the perfect plan. And Sasha, we were looking on Reddit where there's been some comments. Obviously, these are just comments and and sort of unverified, but Mm -hmm. uh, there was anecdotes of hiring managers who would screen an initial candidate and then when the actual interview happened, it was a completely different person there for the actual interview. And so that was how some people were starting to get suspicious. And then there were also people commenting on Reddit that uh, that it seemed like when they were interviewing people, they were looking off camera and getting instructions from someone. Um, So things like that, which, you know, doesn't initially flag that someone's North Korean, like it just flags that they're getting coached through their job interview. But um, yeah, now now that this story has broken, there's sort of anecdotes floating around online of some weird and wonderful stories of hiring and work practices during the pandemic. Yeah, and people putting the pieces together. So Alec, I guess, say I am head of HR for a big company in the US how on earth do I start like avoiding this practice continuing? How do I stop North Koreans getting a job at my company? Yeah, well, the first recommendation that the US government officials gave is very simple and it shows perhaps how negligent some of these companies were in their hiring practices. First recommendation was to hold video interviews. Oh, wow. Okay. Like, yeah, okay. So turn cameras on in meeting. Yes. <laughs> so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. Ponton, I believe you have a filter turned on in the video settings. It, in the- it is, and I don't know how to remove it. I've got my assistant here. She's trying to, but I'm prepared to go forward with it. That's, I'm here live. That's not, I'm not a cat. And then, you know, there's, there's obviously other things that companies can do, checking references, speaking to previous employers, or all of that stuff. But the biggest one was just apparently turn video cameras on. Wow, that says a lot about the world we've been living in the last few years. Alec, to close off today, this is actually one example of a broader trend. Hackers attacked in waves, first crippling Sony's internal systems, then leaking five Sony movies online. The FBI say that they did some technical analysis of the malware that was used to infect the computer systems at Sony, and they found that this was malware that the FBI has previously seen used by the North Korean government. There's reports that North Korea has put a premium on IT skills and are finding new ways to make money. You talked earlier about, you know, the fact that foreign currency is really important to them. What are we seeing here? Yeah, that's right. In May 2022, so what, a year and a half ago, the State Department, Department of the Treasury and the FBI uh, over in the US issued an advisory which noted that in recent years, the regime of Kim Jong-un, quote, has placed increased focus on education and training in IT-related subjects. And while a lot of countries have big, you know, cyber espionage programs to get information on their adversaries, for North Korea, it's again about this quest to bring more foreign currency into their country. In February this year, the United Nations estimated that North Korean hackers working for the government stole crypto assets estimated to be between 630 million and a billion US dollars. So that's been one avenue as they try and get more foreign currency into the country. And then there's also been other cyber attacks 
ransomware where they get into a computer system and hold it hostage until the victim pays a ransom. North Korea has reportedly made attempts to steal COVID-19 vaccine technology by hacking pharmaceutical giant Pfizer. The Justice Department has charged three North Korean hackers over a wide-ranging scheme that included the attempt theft of billions of dollars from multiple companies. Yeah, this is a brave new world for North Korea as they try and keep their country afloat. Well, fascinating. Alec, I think let's leave it there for today. Thanks for telling me all about that story today. A reminder, if you want to get in touch with us, tell us what you want us to talk about, contact at equitymates.com is the best way. And while I have you, please give us a five-star review in your podcast player. Alec, thanks for your time today. Thanks, Sasha. I'll be back in your feeds on Friday. Until then. You have been listening to an Equitymates Media production. In the spirit of reconciliation, Equitymates Media acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. This podcast is intended for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general advice only and has not taken into account your personal financial circumstances, needs or objectives. Before acting on general advice, you should consider if it is relevant to your needs and read the relevant product disclosure statement. And if you're unsure, please speak to a financial professional. The hosts of this podcast and their guests may have positions in the companies mentioned. Equitymates Media operates under an Australian Financial Services Licence 540697. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.